0: Welcome back to Let Me Tell You About Homestuck Ashley, I think this is the longest break we've ever taken between recording sessions since you got in on Homestuck I think so which is to say, it has been one whole week. Yes. <laughs> uh, because after recording three days in a row, the third day of which we went six hours straight, we needed a little rest. Yeah. But uh, we're, on, we're back into it now. On the seventh hour, we rested. Yeah. Exactly. Yes.
1: Um, we've gotten through a lot of these troll shenanigans. I tried to come. Up, I, I was trying to think of some way to combine troll shenan and. Sh- Shenanigans to make a funny, torment to but it did not work. I'm, I'm just gonna let it be. T- Troll drums? No. Mm-mm. Yeah. yeah. And that just sounds like droll drums.
0: Well, that's what I was going for. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, we learned all about Carcat Vantis. Yep. Uh, I think we've gotten through ten. No, we have not formally met Kanaya yet. That's that's right. So we've gotten through nine of the twelve trolls.
1: Well, we well, we have. We
0: have- seen Kanaya, but we have not... We don't technically know that Kanaya's name is Kanaya. Yes. So. Um, and then also there's some people underwater. There are some sea dwellers that we haven't met yet. We've seen quick flashes of them. Yeah. Uh, but we've met Tavros, who turns out is paraplegic. We met Aradia, who was a ghost, who then prototyped herself, and a frog statue. Yeah, uh, you know, like you do. Right. We met Terezi, who is... As blind as we knew she was, but also she's like a cool lawyer. Yeah. Uh, who that, else was that, there? That hangs people. Yeah, well, hang stuffed animals at the very least. Yeah. Oh, we met Equius, uh, a horse enthusiast. That's one way to put it. <laughs> That's, yeah, I don't see what else you would... <laughs> we met Nepeta, but we have not actually gotten to the part that is the reason that everyone says that you're Nepeta. Yeah. Don't worry, it's coming. Uh, other than um, other than
1: me owning her
0: gloves, right, right. Um, who else is there? Uh, uh, we, we've met uh, Gamzee. Oh yes, we did meet Gamzee, the the Juggalo troll, He's down with the clown. He's uh, he's the downest with that clown.
1: Yep. Uh, and we've met uh, Vriska. Who? Vriska. Oh, Vriska!
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the best troll. <laughs> How could I forget? I know. <laughs> uh, we also met uh, Doc Scratch, yeah. who appears to be uh, the both the literal and proverbial cue ball for the felt. Yep. I don't know what proverbial cue ball means. It just sounded like a cool thing to say. I'm sorry. It's fine.
1: <laughs> I understand. I, I say a lot of shit that doesn't make sense. Trying to sound yeah. like sound cool. Yeah, so uh just
0: when we last stopped, we have seen a big chain reaction of revenge resulting from extreme live action role-playing. Uh Vriska mind-controlled Tavros into leaping off a cliff, and that's why he's paralyzed. Yep. Aradia took revenge by making her be haunted by the ghosts of all the people she's killed.
1: Because she Uh, must
0: feed her, uh... Okay, I couldn't remember if we'd gotten to that part or not yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she has a giant spider monster for a lucis that she has to feed with other trolls. Yeah. Uh, and she responded in anger and by Doc Scratch's
1: coaxing... Wait one sec, wait one sec, I'm sorry, I I must get this whole awful, awful joke out. Oh, go for it. Um, the, the, uh, troll version of Batman, Bat-troll, uh, has his (laughs) lucis fox... Thank you, thank you. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So Friska mind-controlled Solix, who was Aradia's boyfriend, into using his eyeball lasers to like turn her to dust, and, and that's why she's a ghost. And also
1: the the, the honey.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because he his eyeball lasers are like powered by mind honey.
1: Yeah, I, I forgot Which... if it was mind honey, it, and I, I didn't want to be sure, so I just said honey. Right. No, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh,
0: I showed you a very important extra yes. uh, f- Flash animation
1: since last time. Uh, the Squiddles.
0: <laughs> yeah, I showed you the uh, cartoon that comes free when you download the Squiddles album. That's something.
1: That's sure something. Uh, I also say in the, in the week in between... Uh, us recording, I have also made Homestuck somewhat fan work. Oh, how so? Uh, you know, like those like, Tumblr posts where someone will take, you know, text posts from Tumblrs and put them over character? Mm-hmm. Uh, I did that with uh, Kanaya and Riska. Oh, you did? Which is, uh... I think I missed that. Is it on uh, your... Yeah. L- getting told about
0: homestuck.tumblr.com? Yes, thank you for the plug. I'm- yeah, well, it's 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 an official part of
1: our, our whole yeah. shtick here uh but the, oh
0: oh i did see this yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. you want to read what you wrote here well i, I did not write well i know it's, but uh, you know what i mean it, the picture of kanai's is has over it uh kind of funny how how being gay automatically makes you better and a better and more interesting person <laughs> <laughs> um which seemed to uh
0: line up <laughs> right And Vriska's response is, sounds fake, as a proud straight woman that LARPs, I'm infinitely more interesting than all of you homos. (laughs) Which
1: also seemed to line up. Yeah, that seems pretty, pretty on point for Vriska. Uh, and I, I love looking through the tags on Tumblrs. So all of them are just, I hate this, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) Enough. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Great. Fuck you.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and Kanaya for president. Perfect. Well, with
0: all that behind us, I
1: guess we got nothing yep. left to do but uh, jump on in, Yeah, right? so, uh, Doc Scratch has blown up the magic... Oh, right, yeah, I didn't mention the last little string of this revenge chain here, which is
0: Terezi let Doc Scratch know... That Vriska has his magic cue ball. And, and yeah, I yeah. made it explode in her face, and that's how she lost her arm and eye.
1: Yeah. Her eye with seemingly special abilities.
0: Yeah, because that's how she could see through the cue ball surface to get answers out of it.
1: Yeah. Uh, in the aftermath of more recent misfortune... One retrieves his dead custodian from the
0: rubble below another find her struggling to survive so right vriska and equius's homes have both been kind of fucked up by some explosions and uh yeah poor poor sweet arthur the uh, centaur yeah. uh butler he's dead and it looks like the spider monster is also dying
1: yeah well you know he bruises like a peach.
0: Yeah, yeah, he could. He still has that big hand print on his
1: head. Yeah, and, and you can. We can see a sprite, mm hmm, uh, waiting to be prototyped. Yep. Uh, next, you guess you
0: got to put her down. The question is, do you have the luck to get it done? Would a sufficient roll even qualify as good luck in this case? You don't know. Roll. Maybe the dead girl is onto something. Maybe the only way to beat your bad luck is not caring about the outcome. Those are some good spinning dice. Those are some good spinning dice. They are just... There's rhombuses that are just, uh, like,
1: three or four frames of animation. Yep, and they don't even, they don't have dots on them or anything. Actually, I think it's only two frames of animation yeah. for each of them. Now that I look. And she's just kind of bo- almost bored, like, just staring into the distance. Yeah, Or probably yeah. more staring into, at her, uh, lucis. Right, right. Next...
0: Seven of the fluorite octet land, narrowing the field down from the full eight to the eighth. One tumbles through the air. It'll decide among the eight remaining techniques.
1: Uh, I see Weasel on there. Oh, do you? (laughs) Which which may be a reference to the Weasels from Prom Sleuth.
0: I would assume so, yeah.
1: Yeah, the Weasel King flips the fuck out. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, next. Guillotine de la Marquis. It's just a giant
0: blue guillotine formed at the, the, loses his head and chopped its head off.
1: And there's, there is a big thing of blue blood.
0: Yeah, just all over the
1: place. Yeah. So yeah, that, that, uh, Stripe seems like it could be a bit broken.
0: Yeah, but I assume the downside to it is that there are plenty of bad rolls on it. Yeah. Uh, next. Au revoir, Spider-Mom. <laughs>
1: Spider-mum,
0: Spider-mum.
1: And yeah, Vriska's being, like, washed away by the torrent of blue blood. Yeah. Uh, it's, is the shine enough in here? Yeah. Oh, totally. Next. Oh, do you know they... Before we talk about this... Uh-huh. Do you know that that, uh... Scene had to be filmed, like, I think, two or three times. Oh, seriously? Yeah. I'm just thinking about the cleanup job that shot would take every time you screw it it up. It took several months to, like, get it all back to. (laughs) Yeah. Hey. That that hallway's got to be pristine for the effect to work. Yeah, like, hey, don't know if you know this, but working with uh, Stanley Kubrick sounded like a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like, that's also the movie that has the most uh, uh. The record for most takes of a single scene. Oh, what was the scene? Uh, it's her, uh, going up the, uh, the staircase swinging the bat at Jack. And I think it was on, yep. un- like, over 200. Was
0: she, like, just stumbling on the stairs too much, or? No, like, it... Or was it was just, oh, it's not right yet, again?
1: Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, and, like, yeah, like, I... Apparently, like, what he wanted was for them to just... For her, especially, to just be, like, drained of all life...
0: Oh, I see. So it was just a matter of I need to get you into the emotional space that I want this character to be in.
1: Yeah, but he mo- he mainly did that with her, not really with Jack Nicholson. Sure, yeah, yeah. Hmm. He, he, uh, she... I, I... Shining's one of my favorite movies, and it's especially my favorite movie to talk about behind-the-scenes stuff with, so sorry. Sure.
0: Oh, that's fine. It's a great movie. I yeah, love it.
1: Like, yeah, there there are tales of how badly stuff went for her on this side of that. Ah, uh, well, that's a shame. Yeah. But anyway, Homestuck. Homestuck. Uh, yeah, Equius'
0: whole house is now collapsing. Your mercy killing triggers another avalanche. More rotten luck.
1: Yeah, it, it's falling over, and she doesn't seem happy about that. No, it's threatening to fall right on top of her. Yeah.
0: Next... But fortunately, Equious manages to get into the game right before she, uh, before he crushes her.
1: Yeah. Oof.
0: Friska, what's her deal? Right, yeah, Friska, soaked in her mother's blood, is now talking to a radius sprite. Well, she's she, not the her
1: mother's blood, but you know, well, the the closest thing to a mother Friska has. Yeah, true. I I, I shouldn't her, her adoptive mother's blood. Yeah, like you know, John's dad wasn't his biological dad. No, it's a, he's his half-brother. Yeah, I, I was, oh, by the way, I was looking through the Homestuck thread because people, you know, talked about spoilers that I can now look at. Right, right. And some, I posted fan art of John, like, all the kids, like, kind of, like, in bathing suits. But John was the only one where he could see kind of his belly. Uh-huh. And he did not have a belly button. And people were, oh. were losing their mind over that. And I was like, I wonder what that's all about.
0: Oh, man. At, at that
1: time, and now I know. Right, yeah, yeah. It's because he he's a clone. No belly yep. bun. He's like the Kyle XY.
0: Yeah, this is exactly <laughs> like Kyle XY.
1: Uh, I, I, Arach- I, I think about no, that God. show so often, and I've never seen it.
0: I have not either.
1: <laughs>
0: Arachnid's grip began trolling. Apocalypse arisen. What's your deal?
1: What do you mean?
0: Did you just zap Equius into the game? His hive disappeared!
1: Are you not happy
0: about that? Hell no! I was supposed to get your surprise present from him! Uh, That that he was keeping for me, but only temporarily. And then we were gonna jump in the game together as co-leaders, remember?
1: You were about to be killed by his hive. Proceeding with that plan wouldn't have made sense. We certainly don't need two dead players.
0: But... ah, You knew this was going to happen. You were planning it all along. You were planning all of this. I know a schemer when I see one.
1: Yes, it was the plan. It had to go this way. No, it had
0: to go the way we said it would. I was going to give you the present I convinced him to make for you. Me. It wouldn't have gotten made if not for me. And then you could have a body again and everything would be fine. Then we could go back to being friends again.
1: Were we ever really friends?
0: Yeah. I don't know. I felt like we were even when you didn't think so. I guess I'm not very good at acting like a friend. Or saying stuff like, Hey friend, you're my friend. It doesn't really occur to me. But we were. Why would you play with me if you didn't think I was your friend?
1: I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Barf.
0: More of this apathetic baloney. Why don't you cut the ghost girl act already? I get it. You're dead and spooky.
1: Ribbit. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay? <laughs> Pretty odd. Sorry.
0: That's cool. You can rivet if you want. In a weird way, it almost makes you sound normal. So what now? I guess you and equious co-lead since he managed to usurp me? That cunning bastard. I guess I follow you into the game instead? Fine by me. I'll follow you guys. Just give me the orders, boss.
1: No, you're not on the blue team. Oh, what the fuck! You were never going to be. I get it now.
0: I finally see now. This is your revenge. You finally did it, Megiddo. You got me pretty good.
1: Well played. It's not revenge. You were always supposed to be on the red team. You'll believe me later, when you wake up. What a
0: load of shit. You've been plotting your revenge since day one, and I fell for it like a sucker. Can't say I
1: blame you. I've never thought about revenge at all.
0: But why not? I killed you!
1: I don't care. Ugh!
0: You're so infuriating. Why can't you just hate me? It'd be a lot easier that way. Or at least feel bothered or annoyed or something. God. Maybe I should just rip my heart out of my chest and pound it to a bloody pulpier on my desk with my super strong robot arm. Pound, 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 pound. Look at that. More nasty blue blood all over me. Why not? Might as well open the floodgates and paint my whole hive with this oh-so-enviable cerulean swill. Because clearly, it's up to me to feel emotions for the both of us, you miserable
1: soulless witch. Uh... I hate you hate 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 hate
0: i only regret killing you because it made you so boring sorry i don't want to be on the red team it's full of jerks who just think i'm a big
1: jerk they need you though and it's where you need to be carcat will be in touch with you soon oh, god i can't wait for that conversation also, if, if it is any consolation, the teams are meaningless anyway. What? Why would that be
0: a consolation? It's more vague, spooky nonsense. Fuck you for me trying to help you. Fuck the blue team, fuck your conniving, fuck Equius' double-dealing and the stupid muscle beast he rode in on, and f- fuck you for saving my life. Fuck you! Arachnid's grip cease trolling, Apocalypse arisen.
1: Riska has some issues. She's got some issues. She, she definitely... She kind of wants... She wants them to be noticed. Yeah,
0: she... I, she, I think mo- mostly she's got some anger issues, and she,
1: like, feels bad about what she does when she gets angry at people. Yeah, but she also doesn't feel like she can admit it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um... She's definitely an interesting character. Yeah, I think so. Um... Yeah, I, I know you think so. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Scorpio Solidarity, Ashley. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> Molly was recently asking what her s- troll was. Yeah, I think hers is Scorpio too, right? Yeah. Yep. At first she thought can- she was Kanaya. and she was a lot more happy, a lot happier. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next.
0: And soon, in a place known as the Land of Caves in Silence. Yeah, I think that one's... That, that, uh...
1: That land name's. Eh. Yeah, it's not the best one. Yeah. Uh, Equus, let her know the deal. It's Equus, as though. He doesn't get the good lands. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, uh... Have we seen, uh... Tauros' land yet? I don't... Did we? I don't remember. Because I feel like he would get the worst (laughs) (laughs) lift.
0: Centaur's testicle began trolling. Apocalypse arisen. Aradia, here's the deal. Now that the game has begun, the plan will be modified slightly. We will not be co-leaders of the blue team. I alone will be the leader. Is that understood? That's fine. Good. Wait, you have no objection? Are you sure? Oh. I'm okay with it. Do you typically embrace such a passive
1: attitude when your superiors give you orders? I don't usually receive orders from superiors or otherwise, but really it's fine. Hmm. What? I think I should get a
0: towel. I'm perspiring heavily again.
1: Why? What's wrong? Never mind. I'm trying to stay professional about this. About what? What are you talking about?
0: Forget it. It's just pleasant to consort with one of lesser breeding who understands her place.
1: I have understood for some time that this will be my role to function as your server player. That you would be the team leader as the first in the chain. Perfect.
0: Then we are on the same page. I look forward to seeing how will you serve me, server player.
1: Uh, that's not quite the meaning of the word, server.
0: What do you mean?
1: As your server, I manipulate your environment to help you advance. I don't understand.
0: Are you... Are you saying
1: that... You're in a position of control over me? I suppose so. <sighs> what? Oh, my God. Uh... This is...
0: impropriety of a caliber I cannot even... It's... You are as low on the HEMO spectrum as possible. To consider that someone so low could be in a position over authority over me is... It's
1: just so... disgusting. You really are quite a snob. No, it's filthy! Uh... I need some air. Or some cold milk.
0: Or a towel. I need a towel. Where the fuck are all my fresh towels? I mean,
1: fiddlesticks. Please, pardon my language. It won't happen again. You look really agitated. Are you sure you're (laughs) alright? Equus is pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) I did not like him at first, but Equus is...
0: Yeah... (laughs)
1: <laughs> he's all right. He's all right. Uh, for a big old racist boy, he's pretty good. Yeah, he's he's a big old racist, but Yeah, he he would enjoy some sights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes he would. Yep. Uh
0: next. I'm fine. I'll be fine. I just need to breathe. And to break something, possibly. Break
1: something? Yes. It helps me relax. Oh. I think I understand. Do you? I like breaking things. I didn't used to, but now I do. It's fun. Um. Hello? Are you sure you're okay?
0: Realize now I should have just been breathing heavily during that. <laughs> okay, you want to take it again? Yeah, sure, let's.
1: Okay. I like breaking things. I don't use... (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, we can take the third time to the charm. Alright, okay, here we go. Now we're thinking about it too (laughs) hard. I like breaking things. I didn't used to, but now I do. It's fun. Um... Hello? Are you sure you're okay? Yes. You really do like you're sweating pretty hard. I just need a blasted towel. Wherever did Arthur get off to. Maybe you should break something. Try to calm down. Perhaps. Do you want me to break something? Whoa, what? I could break something if you want. Do you... Want to break something? Kind of.
0: I, uh, okay. <laughs> Just vibrating in his seat.
1: Yeah, no, Equus is. This day is going. You know, earlier he cybered with with some another dude, and now he's getting dominated. This is a, yeah, fucking weird day for him. Right. Next. Not a bad one. Yeah, but a weird one. I'm about to throw a ambulation trap through your wall. Heads up. Yes. Yes, that was wonderful. It was pretty cool. But could you please refrain from
0: dipping into the vernacular of commoners? In fact, this is an order from your
1: leader. Call things by their proper names. What? You want me to call it a bathtub? That sounds ridiculous. Nevertheless, do it. Fine. Now, could you please, uh... Do that again? What? You want me to throw the trap through your wall again? I mean the tub? Yes. Is that in order? Yes! Wait, I... I don't know. What don't you
0: know? Maybe I don't want to order you to
1: maybe I want you to do whatever things that you want to do I really have no idea what you're talking about you could cause quite a bother for me with the power you wield
0: I can do nothing to stop you peasant girl it's so magnificently
1: depraved you are so weird this is coming from a ghost ribbit what was that Are you role-playing
0: now? Stop, it's unbecoming. Sorry. You're better than that. And by better, I mean worse. Much, much worse. Downright coarse and degenerate. Just reprehensibly sordid. Actually, yes, you may role-play and proceed to deepen this already irretrievable debauchery. In fact, I command it. I command you to have free will and do as you please. And continue being bothersome and unpredictably destructive. Uh, I mean, if, if, if you
1: want. I'm not really roleplaying. I'm part frog, but okay. I guess I could break some more stuff. Ribbit. Yes, ribbit again. I can't really control the rivets. He's so horny. He's so horny. Like, I, as someone who is... Oh, like... <laughs> <who> <laughs> yeah, is, finish that sentence. Who is... About a show that is very horny. He, uh-huh. He is so horny. Yeah, but, you know, he's, he doesn't know how being a sub works yet. He can't figure that out. <laughs> he's getting there. He's getting there. Yeah. They just need a safe word. Yeah. Yeah. Bathtub, <laughs> yeah, and so he, he uh, uh, a. a, Adrian, was that? Yeah, that's her name.
0: Uh, Aradia, Aradia, yeah.
1: has has thrown a, a bathtub-looking thing, yes, through much like, uh, Rose did to John, right? Because
0: girls in this comic cannot stop destroying boys' bathrooms. Yeah,
1: it's 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 a, it's a weird running joke, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, next. She hucked it right at the other wall of his
0: house. I will make haste through this mysterious realm and find your gate. It'll pose no challenge for me at all.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: I will then give you your new body, and you may take your rightful place as my subordinate. Sure. Actually, now I'm beginning to wonder... What? Whether I want you to be my subordinate. Hmm...
1: I hope this doesn't sound too strange. Everything you say sounds strange. Maybe I would like you to be the co-leader again. Okay. In fact...
0: Oh my goodness, I can't believe I'm entertaining this thought. It feels just vile. Try not to roll your eyes at me.
1: I don't have pupils. Would you mind terribly... Being the leader? Fine. But don't tell anyone. You will be the leader of
0: me, and I will lead all else. You would in effect be the secret leader.
1: Yeah, sure. That's pretty much how it is anyway. Yes,
0: that's the spirit. You take to authority well for one of your blood.
1: I don't have blood. Not yet. But soon, your heart will beat anew, and through
0: it, fresh blood,
1: and fresh passion! Uh, wow, uh, can you just bring me the robot already? On my way! Said Tartentacle, cease trolling, apocalypse arisen.
0: I'm glad he's having fun. (laughs) He's having, he's having a good time! He's having a good old time. Yeah, there's one of them arms again.
1: Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I I don't know why I said that was John's arm. Like when you asked me about it.
0: Yeah, I don't really either. I don't know. I mean, it could. It's not a troll arm. Other than that, we really can't say anything.
1: Yeah. Hmm. We do know someone who has. Is... I do know someone who has messed through time. Oh, you mean um Dave? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's I, true. I I did scroll down enough to see the next part. Rivet. Oh yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no problem. Uh, yeah, but yeah, she has tossed the bathtub through his other wall, as you said, and yeah, and there's all t- sorts of robot parts lying around, and he's just typing on his computer. Yep. Let's proceed to the second gate. Strong jump. Yeah, he just takes
0: a flying leap through his roof, through the first gate, lands somewhere, and punches the head off a giant monster.
1: That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, the monster has, uh, a mustache like, a uh, Arthur.
0: Yeah. Let me ask you this, um, because we know that Equius is very strong. Are you picturing him, like, super beefy? Um, kind of, yeah. See, that's interesting. Like, that eventually, there's a, there's a sort of high-fidelity picture of him that does confirm that. I always thought of him as being, like, weirdly scrawny and emaciated looking and just inexplicably strong.
1: Okay, it, it, it may be because I have seen fan art that depicts him as beefy and that may have colored my that's possible too yeah I, mean, I
0: I don't think that that particular interpretation of him is all that popular but I don't know that's always how I saw
1: it uh I think that is I, I think that's also a funny and interesting way to go with it mm. um you know like he is it, it's it's its think of you know these well and like just like with him always talking about how he's sweating and all that. Like, I just picture him as... A big sweaty boy. Yeah, a big sweaty boy. (laughs) Uh, Like, you know, I've I've been to the gym a bunch, and... Da-la-dee-da. Ooh. I I haven't been in many years for that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) At least there's that. Uh, But, like, you know, you see a lot of big guys with towels always. Sure. And they, like, do, like, five, like, push-ups, and then, like, get up and, like, towel themselves off. Mm Mm-hmm. And like I just picture him like that. Like he doesn't ever work out really, <laughs> uh huh. But he is inexplicably like just has muscles. Sure. Yeah. Uh, next. Yeah. So you find some kind of temple
0: with uh yeah spurb logo on it. Jumps on in. This poses no challenge for you at all. Finds the second gate immediately. Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah. The the spurb logo in the middle of it has like two little lines.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know what that is. Uh, It it could be for gate number two.
0: Oh, that's probably what it is. You're right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I wasn't sure if you going... I don't know what that is. Is, like, you're leading...
0: I was actually trying to think. Is that something? I don't know. Yeah. But, no, I think it being just a two is probably correct. Yeah. Equus, enter. Strong fall. Yeah, he just dumps out on top of a radius house.
1: Yep. Equus, deliver present. It looks nice.
0: Yes, it is perfect in every way.
1: Ribbit. Do you have a clean
0: towel anywhere? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on.
1: <laughs> a, r- a radius bite, inter soul bot, flies in and possesses the robot. Yes, the robot. Yeah. Ribbit. Robot. <laughs> Uh, next. I think it suits
0: you much more than the form of a levitating ghostly amphibian. How does it feel? It feels... different. Okay, but I mean... do you feel anything else? Uh... Any sort of stirring sensations? Stirring? Yes, such as sensations which... Maybe stirred by flowing blood and a beating heart. I'm not sure. Can you detect anything within you you might describe as smoldering passion? I mean, just out of curiosity.
1: Wait. What is that? What's what? This feeling. Oh god. Oh my god, what did you do? Oh no. Next. She's psychically levitating him. Yeah. Did you program this robot to have feelings for you? Romantic feelings. <laughs> Answer me, blue blood scum. I... Yes. Uh, it's a chip in your heart. Is that not okay?
0: Get it out. Uh, I guess I can. Uninstall uh, it if you would just...
1: Get it out. Sorry? Get it out, 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 get it out. I'm impressed with myself after that. Only messed up once there. Congratulations. Yeah. Next. Yeah, no, so that that seems. That's not a nice thing to do, Equis. Yeah, that's a fucked up thing to do to someone.
0: Yeah. So she just stabs her hand right into that robot chest and rips out the heart. Yeah, that seems... Yep. Blue robot blood going all over the place.
1: Yep. Equus seems not happy with that. No. He just wanted her to love him. Yeah. Is that so wrong, Ashley? I mean, yeah. Yeah, yes, it is. I mean, forcing people to love you is 100% wrong, yes. Yeah, yep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Next.
0: And yeah, she's just smashing it to pieces... On the, uh, ground, and, yeah, he's sweating and panicking.
1: Yeah, he is- she is pounding her, uh, hard blue blood paint in the place, if you will. Yeah. Just like, uh, Friska said to her. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, Very next. Right.
0: Everything goes full
1: circle. Yeah. And, yeah, now
0: she's violently shaking and smacking the shit out of Equius.
1: That's probably fair. That's
0: incredibly fair.
1: Yeah. Did you say next? Uh, no, I just said yes, but I'll say next now.
0: Okay. Yeah. She's just screaming in his face, her eyes flashing.
1: Yet all of this seems. Yeah. About right. Mm hmm. Next. Mm
0: hmm. And now she's kissing him. Now they are making out so deeply. Yep. Just holding each other as tight as they possibly can. Um, so. Until, uh. This page, Homestuck updated on a nearly daily basis, almost unbroken. Okay. He took a two week break on this page. Ah, 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 ah. Great. <laughs> uh, and listen, Ashley, fully comprehending the, uh. the implications of this page can be. is, is quite an ordeal, because listen, Aradia is, like, a frog. She's dead. She's, She's 13, a robot. which makes it all weird. She's a yeah. robot. She's and like Equius is like a racist, furry muscle fetishist slash sub. Yeah, it, it, it's a lot to take in all at once. But luckily for you, some friends have decided to hum a few bars to help you out. Oh no.
3: It's domestic pattern robo necrobestiality the quintessential cornerstone of carnal cordiality, exemplary of exquisite delectable. Cedo
4: meso pedo robo necrobestiality. i Oh, ever since I was a grub, how I love being strong. I was happy to build robots and punch them all day long. But then I met a peasant girl, the lowest of the low. Her filthy blood repulses me, which makes me glad I know. Sado mesopedo robo necro bestiality, the quintessential cornerstone of honor cordiality. Exemplary and exquisite Delectable depravity. A ghostly form is glowing chrome, and each uh, star in the sky could very well have found a home in her shining red eye. This is, is shockingly well written.
3: I crushed it beneath my hand. I crush his spine, I'd break his neck. I
4: do so love that man. Oh, sadomasopadarobo-necrobeastiality. The quintessential cornerstone of carnal cordiality. Exemplary of exquisite, delectable depravity. Sadomasopadarobo-necrobeastiality. Om diddle lum del lum
3: When you wish to figure out exactly what to screw, just let this word into your head and you know what to do. The better use it
4: carefully or it might change your life. One day I did it to this frog, and now that frog's me wife! Sado-meso-pedo-robo-necro-bestiality 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 Sado-meso-pedo-robo-necro-bestiality
1: Yeah. That, that is shockingly well
0: done. <laughs> um, that was, uh, uh you know, um, Tynek and Goatman on the forums? Yeah. That's them. Oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People really needed some things to do for those two weeks.
1: Like, listen, so, like, yeah, as we are we are in... I, I was talking about this to you earlier. We are two weeks uh, uh, until Overwatch is coming out. Uh-huh. And people have played it now, so they're hungry for it. Right. And they're losing their minds. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I can understand... Right. Uh, also, what's that in the lower left, Ashley? Um, It's some black oil. What's that
0: doing there? This is a radius game world.
1: Yeah, that there's no oil here. It's the land of,
0: what was it, crystals and clockwork? Yeah. Or something like that? Something like that. Yeah, something along those lines.
1: Mm, well, we don't have to wait two weeks. We don't. We can just click next. And we've cut to Nepeta, who is watching all of this and doesn't know what the fuck to think. It's time to update the
0: wall. You consult your shipping wall. Clearly some changes are in order. You must admit you didn't see this one coming, even with your remarkable matchmaking acumen. You should probably recolor all the iradia panels so she looks like a robot, too. It's a major commitment keeping up with all your ships, but
1: it's worth it. Oh, how worth it it is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can see
1: it now. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. Nephita maintains a giant grid of, uh, different shipping
1: pairs of all of her friends. I- I have never- I've never been the person to ship friends. Yeah. No, that seems like it's crossing a weird line. Definitely. Yeah. Um, they had an Adventure Time episode that was actually all about that. Oh, they did! Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the little people. Yeah. That's a really good episode. Yeah, people got mad about that episode oh, really? Um, because, like, they were saying, like, oh, it's saying we shouldn't ship people? Like, ship characters? Like, no, I mean,
0: that episode was mostly, like, about Finn exploring his burgeoning sexuality.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, that was mostly, like, like, no, it's not about, like, sh- like, not everything is about you and about shipping.
0: Yeah, gosh, golly.
1: Uh, and, you know, this, that was, like he said, more about Finn burgeoning sexuality. And also, he was that is people. Those are people he knew. He knew. He knows. Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because um, so, then he fixes everything at the end by figuring out how to uh, jerk the tiny version of himself back and forth just right. Yes. <laughs> I mean that episode couldn't have been more explicit.
1: I know. Yeah. It's <laughs> pretty clear cut.
0: Yeah, but. So it looks to me like Nephita just has every possible permutation of ships on this wall, and she's kind of
1: yeah. tracking which ones are more likely. Uh, and there are some that have little writings on it, uh, like Gamzee Taziri is probably not. Yeah, and so there's
0: also a dividing line between the two. On the left, she's got red hearts over the ships,
1: and yeah. on the right, she's got white diamonds. What do you think that means? Um... I've heard a bit about the cons... This... I've just seen... Okay. Like, someone will, like, find a photo of, like... Basically playing cards and go, like, Oh, it's Homestuck. And like, No, those are playing cards. Right. Okay. I don't know exactly what it means.
0: Okay. But... So... Let's study this for a little bit, why don't we? Uh... So, on the... The heart side, she just circled Aradia and uh, Equius, so that seems like it's just, these are, like, romantic couples. Yeah. And, uh, if that's the case, then it's notable up in the top she has, oh no, written for what looks like Vriska and Carcat, and oh yes, written for Nepeta and Carcat.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And then on the other side, she's got, like, Aradia and Solix. It had a heart that's crossed out, and now it's got a diamond. Mm-hmm. And she's also got her and Equious with a diamond circled, and says "derr," like that's obvious. So maybe it's just good buds. Maybe yeah. Also, uh, and- also, I like the picture of Gamzee and Carcat, where Gamzee's just touching Carcat's face, not like romantically. Yeah. He's just kind of rubbing his
1: face. That's
2: really good. That's really fucking good. <laughs>
1: And Carcat seems nonplussed about it, like he's not gonna get angry about it, but he's just kinda. Uh. He's like, I don't like this, but not enough to say anything. Yeah, and <laughs> there's a hmm under that, so. Yeah. And they, like, we know they're kind of their friends, but not, like, almost in spite of themselves. Well, yeah, Gamsy says they're best friends. Yeah, Carcat says he hates Gamzee. Right. Yeah. But Carcat seems like he hates everybody. Yeah. So yeah, that that could be you know friendship, maybe. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I. You, you said that people see me as Vriska, and I've seen that people see uh, not not or as as, not as Vriska, Nepta. Yeah. That's because the shipping wall. That's yeah. all they mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and also my uh, habit of typing cat mouth emojis. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel like
0: one of the big things that like has leaked into overall, like, pop culture from Homestuck, is the concept of a shipping grid.
1: Yes. So even
0: uh, though is a relatively minor character in the story, she's had, like, the biggest, like, mark on how people talk
1: about things outside of Homestuck. There is a shipping grid reference in, a uh, Steven Universe. Oh, where? Uh, when the episode with Peridot, where you hear her log. Uh, oh,
0: right, yeah, when she she's talking a, about... She makes a shipping yeah.
1: grid of... With including, you know, love, friend, hate, so... Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That, I think, is a more... Maybe, probably maybe a more, you know, Homestuck-like reference.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't surprise
1: me. Um, yeah, like, the, all of those people seem like they would be into... <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Karkat, recruit Vriska. I forget who takes who in this, this permutation. Um, I
0: like voicing Carcat. Okay, then take it away. Carcinogeneticist began trolling Arachnid's grip.
1: Let me take a swig.
0: Okay. Yeah, you gotta stay
1: lubricated for this voice. (laughs) Okay, this is gonna sound preposterous given our last conversation. And I guess practically have a conversation preceding it. And I'm probably gonna have to do something completely disgusting like apologize. Even though I'll hate myself for it, I will totally mean it. I promise. Like, really, really mean it. You're gonna ask me to join your team, aren't you? Yeah. How did you know? I don't seem to have much choice now. Aradia kicked me off the good team. Ah, <laughs> well, that's great. Wait, sorry. No, wait. I don't have to apologize. That's right. You have no choice now. I apologize to myself for offering you a shitty, meaningless apology. Apology accepted, Carcat. Let's bury this. Thrasher with a totally platonic bro bulge, Bump. Bump! Ah! You dork!
0: Do you really think your usual pedantic quips are gonna bug me now?
1: I'm not trying to bug you. I'm trying to get you to join my damn team. Now step in line, circuit.
0: I was just betrayed and abandoned by my two accomplices and best pals. And on top of that, I'm soaked in the blood of my Lucis, which I just had to decapitate myself. So listening to a crabby asshole be all tickled with his own mediocre retorts isn't going to spoil
1: my evening. Okay, I'm sorry to hear about that. But I mean, you can just dump her carcass in the kernel and bring her back stronger than ever. Wow. Uh, good to know, I guess. Now, why don't you hop in the trap, wash that nasty blue shit off, and join our fucking session already.
0: What? It's so rude to dictate hygiene procedure to a lady, under any circumstance, even for douchey mal- mouths with delusions of leadership. Maybe you should try to think about the dumb things that fall out of your protein
1: chute for once, Vantus. Blah, blah, blah. Now my chute is due a fucking stellar impression of something that doesn't give a shit. Anyway, you know my
0: blood's the prettiest, and you obviously kill to have it. No, it sucks. Totally happy with mine. Nice try, though. B.S. Why did you hide behind your lame gray anonymity then? You do realize everyone thinks that's totally lame, right?
1: Nobody business. I don't see why it should be a matter of public record. It's not going to wear that shit on my sleeve like you do. Literally and figuratively. It's private, so everyone can go point their... probing, busybody sniff nodes their own intimate seed flaps. Fine. Like, anyone
0: really cares... It's just lame and insecure. So why don't you tell me what I've got to do here?
1: I await instruction from my big-shot, A-blooded leader. Okay, first things first. You gotta connect with Tavros quickly to get him this session before he gets killed. Ugh. What?
0: Can't someone else do that?
1: No. Why? Mmm. What's the big deal? Just do it.
0: But I hate that guy! Who cares? This is your command decision? Getting someone who hates a guy to save his life—pretty
1: weak, boss. Why do you hate him? It's fucking ridiculous. If anything, you should pity him, well, at least since you're the one who paralyzed him. I know. I don't really understand it. It's just
0: a really special kind of hate. It never goes away, and it doesn't make a lot of sense.
1: This is kind of a weird time to be confiding in me about your feelings on black romance, but okay. Oh God, what? I mean, if you're really implying Tavros is your... Kiss me, sis, I think you're brain up the wrong front nub. Both parties have to hate each other equally. I mean, like, true hate. Maybe your feelings come somewhat close to bill, but I don't think he can hate anyone. It's weird. He's kind of broken in the head.
0: Fuuuuck, what are you talking about?
1: I think the subject is beyond a lot of people's grasp, but I know a lot about it. Nobody really wants to talk to me about it, though.
0: Whoa, really? Oh, no shit, really?
1: Okay, most people who haven't had their lobe, stem, cauterized are probably capable of feeling these two primary emotions, hate and pity. Pity, of course, just the toned-down version of the central emotion, hate. And all the nuance of pity manifests in various other kinds of feelings, like whatever chemical reactions trigger mating fondness or the mysterious forces that are beyond. Model regents. cat, holy fuck. So Boring! A well-balanced person is going to have a good distribution between hate and the various pity humors. Having a good balance keeps all those emotions sharper. See, I think that's your problem.
0: Oh? I hope you know I
1: already wore out some good note-taking pens today. All the pens. All of them. See, my hate is like a finely tuned instrument because I'm aware of these principles. I can hate a hole in paradox space itself, straight through to a new reality, fresh for the hate... You don't even know how much I'm laughing at this. But see, you're too heavy on the hate side. Or at least, you pretend to be, which is maybe worse. You aren't reading anything I say, are you? You just want to talk and talk and talk. And you think you're hating up everyone hard when you're really just burning out that entire emotional hemisphere. It's like lukewarm hate. Pretender's hate. With no counterpoint at all. As such, there's no real sustenance to your hate. It's like a cardboard movie prop. Which is why your brain's broken, kind of like Tavros is, but on the opposite hemisphere, I guess. Or maybe your broken brain led to the imbalance in the first place. I don't know. Whatever the case is, you're kind of emotionally screwed up. Sorry to say, your hate's too dull for proper commisus, in my opinion. And I don't see anyone chomping the bit to be your m- morale, honestly. Unless there's someone out there who would actually bother pitying you. The landing of main sprite? Ah. Seriously, like, that would even interest you. Basically, any feature of your emotional profile that usually makes someone viable to the red ROM department must be totally fried. Your black ROM potential probably toast, too. Hey, are you there? Oh, yeah, I started tuning you out. Are you done? No way, I could go on. This is fascinating. Tell me how the fuck this isn't fascinating. Did you learn this crap from your awful romance movies? They're really intriguingly sociological. Incredibly complex, sophisticated stories. You wouldn't get it. Hey, asshole, quit watching movies for girls. What part of intriguing sociology don't you understand? And they're awesome, shut up. Ah, okay. Man,
0: just let me connect to stupid boy so I don't have to listen to this anymore. Yeah, okay.
1: Oh, wait. I never got to the damn point. What is it now? I don't need you specifically to connect to Taros. I mean, I could get any to do that. You just have to get in there A- ASAP because I really need your mind powers. You do? I-, I mean, obviously you do. Duh. What for? I ran into someone here. A sort of devil agent, I guess. His name is Jack. Uh-oh. bum 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 bum
0: <laughs> Also, lots of yeah. romance talk about trolls. Yeah, there's a lot on that page. Black romance, mate spritz, kismesis,
1: Yep. Also, this is the first time I've noticed that Karkat's text is gray, which means that we don't know his blood type. Right, yeah. I... Probably other people would, like, this was coming out and had guessed that already, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's interesting that it's like, an, like a form of anonymity. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well,
0: I mean, it, given that they have a caste system based on blood color, you kind of have to wonder why more people aren't secretive about it.
1: Yeah. But yeah, Jack Noir. Yeah. Back at it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, next...
0: Oh, and Karkat has some kind of bleeding wound, but it's flashing through all the colors of the rainbow with a question mark
1: next to it. Hmm. So I guess we don't get to know what color it is. Yep. You want some inside information about his kingdom. You want to work together with us to overthrow the Black Queen. So I said okay. And now I need your help. Um, okay, I can try. What does he know? He recently got hold of some intel regarding a weakness in the Queen's defense. I don't know any more than that. But we've got to hurry and get started in this thing, or it could get all kinds of awkward. Awkward? What do you mean? I mean, he's just standing here now, waiting for me, I guess. But it's okay. I think he's pretty much settled down. Settled down? He only stabbed me once. Oh, only once? Are you sure you should trust him? I don't know if I would, but hey, I'm not the leader. No, no, it's cool. He's cool. It's fine. I don't really mind the stabbing. It was all a misunderstanding. Well, okay, I'm pretty sure he meant stabbing. And I kind of think that's like... The way he greets people? This game is so stupid! In any case, I think he's probably all stepped out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, since you're bleeding, I should ask Teresi what color your blood is. Good luck with that. She can't see or smell me or anything. I'm way out of my hive somewhere else on the planet.
0: Okay, then I'll ask
1: Jack. Oh, Jack won't tell. I made a promise he won't tell.
0: Damn it! Stupid, lousy, tight lipped, stab happy double agents!
1: Doesn't Trollion have some kind of viewport feature? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure only Solix knows how to set that up, and he's been in a. in communicado for hours for some reason. Anyway, the whole feature seems totally invasive and largely pointless to me, so just forget it. Yeah, okay,
0: here we are about to embark on an espionage. Wow, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> here we are about to embark on an espionage mission. A spying tool sounds totally
1: useless. Another great point, Captain. Whatever. Just get your ass in here so we can dethrone this goddamn queen. think one of those godboss we have to fight. Fine, I'll be right there. Just try not to lose too much of your mystery blood and
0: die. <laughs> Arachnid's grip cease trolling, carcinogeneticist.
1: All stabbed out is a really funny phrase. <laughs> Um, yeah, so this seems kind of similar to what happened to Jack in the kid's game. Sort of, yeah, he's gonna but, help them overthrow the queen. Yeah, you know, he overthrew the queen in that one, but that was... Yeah, he did that of his own volition, because he got some, he got some help. Yeah, so I wonder if that would have happened if that, you know, he did get that help if he would have pursued John to help.
0: Yeah, so my interpretation of it, and this isn't anything that's set in stone. Okay. I feel like um, Spurb, like, the end bosses are supposed to be the Black Queen and King. Yeah. And I think both of them have, like, back doorways of beating them. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can either fight them straight up, or you can use Jack Noir to help you kill the Black Queen, and use WV to help you kill the Black King.
1: Hmm. Yeah. I can definitely see that. But yeah, it is interesting that, you know, Jack Noir is a constant... Yeah. This, these this specific
0: dude is always in this game.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, he is a he in this. He was a and he was also in, you know, the Midnight Cruise universe. Right. Well, I think that's we've sort of established that oh, it's the yeah. same universe, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, cuz cuz we've seen him typing on the Troll's terminal. Yeah, in the yeah. A lot of stuff's happened.
0: Yeah, a lot of stuff's happened.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's
0: sometimes hard to keep track. Do you realize we've covered the vast majority of what we've read in about a month? Yeah. (laughs) We've read a lot
1: of Homestuck. We've read a lot of Homestuck. There's a lot more to go. There is a lot more to go. Let's beat Jack a few minutes ago. You find the kid you've
0: been looking for. He's got a pretty sharp tongue and can't seem to keep it sheathed. He can learn up front. You're no stranger to sharp objects yourself.
1: Yeah, if I met Karkat and I had a knife, I'd probably stab him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't seem unreasonable. <laughs> Next. He still won't shut
0: up. He doesn't seem to care about the wound. He's just going on and on about the freakish color of his blood. He doesn't want you to look at it. Just look away, he says. You've got to admit,
1: now you're curious. Yeah, so rather than cycling through it, it it's still cycling, but all of the the color is also just made up of little tiny... Question marks. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a really cool effect. It is. Um. Yeah. So it is becoming more and more clear that there's something going on with Carcat. Definitely. That there there's something going on with his blood. Right. And it's not a usual color. Yeah. Which I'm interested in now. Definitely. That's not something I, I knew that we were, I was supposed to be interested in, but now I am interested. Yeah. Let's look at the knife. You don't get what the big deal is. Nothing
0: special. This kid's out of his mind. But he's still blubbering on and on about it. Jack's knife is covered in red blood. Yeah. Hmm. As we know, it's pretty glow on the totem. Well, but it's not like Aradia's red blood.
1: Yeah. It's human red. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Next. It seems he's the only one of his kind with this mutant candy red blood. An outcast. He thinks he was put on this planet covered in an ocean of his own blood to be taunted. Punished for something. Saddest story you ever heard. Gotta do something to shut him up. Okay, so he's a, he's a one of a kind. Yeah, he's a mutant. Yeah. And, we, and also he's on a, like his land was, has a bunch of blood and hearts all over it.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, and... Yeah. We've heard a bit about munes before.
0: Oh, oh, from, uh, Ectobiology. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I don't even
1: put that together, but you're right. Well, I, yeah, I don't know if that is connected at all, or if... Yeah. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, next.
0: So Jack takes his knife and cuts his hand open, and he's got the same shade of blood. Hmm. Next. And he
1: shows Carcat, and Carcat shocked! hmm (laughs) there's a lot of hmms going around yeah next they just reach out to shake hands next
0: yeah they've I mean that's gotta be a big deal for Carcat, right yeah he's been like a freak his whole life and has had to hide this weird thing and now he's met someone with the same blood as him yeah it'd be like if you had purple skin on earth and you met someone else with purple skin yeah, yeah, that'd be
1: it'd, it'd be harder to hide. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, yeah, that's gotta that's gotta be very meaningful for him. Okay, just a little little quick side note. Yeah, so you know, like when they talk about like you know oxygenized blood and stuff like that. Yeah, they in like textbooks they always have it like turn blue when it's not oxygenized. Right. Right. Did you think that blood, like, when it wasn't oxygenized in the body, turned blue? Oh, 100%. Yeah, so did I. I thought it was just, like, equeous blue. Yeah. And
0: then the, the second you cut yourself, though, it turned red. Yeah, because the oxygen came in. Well, because if you look at, like, the vein in your wrist, that looks blue. Yeah. But that's just the color of the vein.
1: Yes. Uh. So, yeah, me and my friends had long, long arguments over it. Like, middle school kids without... With a very loose gra- grasp of biology, arguing right. about blood color. Yep. Which is basically what this comic is now.
0: Yeah, and if I remember right, Carcat's thing is, is weird, because it, we can see, like, you kind of piece it together already, and it's not exactly a secret, um, the, the HEMO spectrum goes from red to blue, and the bluer you are, the, uh, the higher cast you are. Yeah. Um... And it's, it's based on, like, hex colors. Like, each troll's color, other than Karkat's, are equally spaced out along, like, um, the hex color wheel. Mm. Uh, and uh, where Karkat would fit into it is... Th- the way you make sense of it is weird, because where Karkat should be is where lime green should be. Um, using that, like, mathematical system of determining it. But Karkat's blood looks... Exactly like lime green blood to somebody who's red green, red green colorblind. Huh.
1: Yeah. It's complicated. <laughs> Weird. Like, did people, like, I don't know how, like, you know, I don't know if there was a pause in between, like, you know, them talking about him not knowing the blood color. And. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was uh, a little bit of a pause, not a huge one or
0: anything. Yeah. But even, like, just having to wait. A day or two between those panels. Yeah, of course. You know?
1: People got, and I'm, I'm sure someone was like, "Oh, he's got lime green blood." Because
0: I'm sure someone did. Yeah, yeah. Although, if I can find it real fast, there's actually a pretty obvious uh, giveaway. If you were it, like, it happens before you know to pay attention to it. mm mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Poetry. It was on a page about poetry. Here we go. Uh. This is back when he was doing his like riff on John's um description of like wind skims the voids between the whatever's. Uh and this is the art which I've just linked to you which is carcat with like a blood red like blood splatter outline around
1: him. Oh okay.
0: <laughs> so like it was given away but we didn't even know that like the blood cast system was a thing when this panel popped up.
1: Yeah. So, you didn't know, like, that that meant anything. hmm Uh, Carcat, being cahoots with Jack. You and your
0: like-blooded accomplice soon put Operation Regisurp into motion, a contingency plan which the arc agent conveniently had on file and named himself. If it were drafted by a legitimate contingency firm, it would ostensibly have been given a better title. Your whole team executes the plan along the course of its journey, employing espionage, mind control tactics, political sabotage, vicious interrogations, and cold-blooded assassinations. Everyone does their part, and you begin to learn the true meaning of teamwork, as well as this troll
1: disease called friendship. The true meaning. Hey, maybe yeah. the maybe the usurping was the friends we made <laughs> along the way. Damn it!
0: <laughs> Next. But before a single step is taken, Jack briefs you on the intelligence uncovered by one of his agents. It's an advantage over the queen you'll seize upon while she has let her guard down. With each prototyping by each player, the royalty of both sides would evolve. The queen, with her ring of orbs twelvefold, would first take on the claws and rigid carapace of your Lucis. And then the wings and scales of Terezi's young dragon. And then the horns and gills and cloven hooves of Gamzee's fallen custodian. And so it would continue. Though a queen is a vain creature, she is also sworn to her duty. She'd be braced for the heavy load of augmentation ahead. She could certainly withstand the eight eyes of an arachnid, the fairy wings might at worst be frivolous, and the great bull horns could even be regarded as striking additions. For that matter, the sultry lips of a mother grub might very plausibly suit her. She perhaps would tear a brave would wear a brave face even behind a dignified mustache, and the centauring of her lower torso could transpire without much complaint. She would dutifully indulge a lactating udder. And when all was said and done, doubling her head count would surely be insult to elevenfold injury, but nothing she hadn’t essentially endured already, all in the name of her kingdom. But she would spare herself all of these additional debasements. Because before the rest came, there would be one corruption to her figure she could not abide.
1: Her vanity wouldn't allow it. Yeah, we've seen this with the, uh, with the kids. Yeah. Which, you know, she now has like a... When we saw her last, she had like a sword through because of Dave. Right, and big old wings and tentacles and, like, yeah. cat whiskers. hmm Yeah, they mutate every time a new prototype happens. And with you know, twelve trolls with a lot of prototyping. A lot of prototyping, but apparently something has happened even before Carcat got in there. Yeah, uh, which would be the frog in Eridia. That is the one that got left out. Mm-hmm. Next,
0: she could not stand bearing the visage of the most loathsome creature known to existence. So vile is its appearance. So contemptible its purpose. All depictions of the creature, let alone members of its population, are permanently banned from any jurisdiction in the reach of her agents. Those of its kind go by many names, and so does the reviled patron god they herald. The Great Detestation, King Pondsquatter, Speaker of the Vast Joke, or most commonly, Bileus Slick. His true name is, of course, Forbidden. And wearing his face is where she drew the line. The, the frog. Yeah.
1: So we are learning a bit more about the frog temples.
0: Yeah, th- frogs are
1: somehow heinous to the Black
0: Kingdom. Profane.
1: Yes. Uh, and they... Yeah, the, the the god that they worship mm-hmm. at these temples. Biteless Slick. Which sounds kind of like Spade Slick. A bit. Yeah. Uh, next...
0: She removed the ring and concealed it in the royal vault while she was quite sure no one was looking. She then retired to her private chamber from which she would dispatch orders.
1: No one the wiser of her disadvantage. Or so she thought. Yeah, so, uh, this game version of, uh, Club's Deuce. Yeah, I was looking at her from around a corner. Yep. Red team, execute Operation
0: Regassert. The operation in time would be a total success the banished Quasi-Royal would make the future Alternian wasteland her home. Banished yeah, so, Quasi-Royal,
1: Black Queen. Yep. Yeah. So, in the same way that the uh, the White Queen mm-hmm. was on, you know, the, the kids on Earth. Yep. future she has... And you can see her ship in the background. Yeah, she's landed on Alternia. And we can maybe guess... This might be snow- the Snowman. This may be. Because, you know, we see that this place kind of looks like...
0: Looks like where uh, Spade Slick took everybody when Die pulled his pin.
1: Yeah. Or put his he... pin in. I forget how that works. Because he made this. Yeah, he made that town. Yeah. Which, you know, at the time was kind of funny joke, but now... <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, next. Until she was given a new purpose. Yep,
0: she is approached by Doc Scratch. Yep. Who is wearing a
1: pistol at his hip. Mm-hmm. I think we may have seen the pistol before. Uh,
0: I think it was, like, hung up, like, like hung over a chair in his apartment before.
1: Yeah. It's funny to call that an apartment. I mean, that's kind of what it was, right? No, like, you're right, but, like, I, I just, this godlike creature in his apartment. Yeah, it's like a penthouse suite. <laughs> yeah. Like, a suite sounds better than, like,. Like, I have an apartment. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) Uh,
0: next. But at the onset, you would know nothing of the Queen's aversion to an amphibious likeness, or about her orbs orbs twelvefold, or any such details. You were informed of her disadvantage, and would act accordingly. You and your red teammates would work to dethrone the Queen in your session, while the blue team members would take on the entirely separate set of royal adversaries in their own session. This was to be a
1: competition, after all. Or so you thought. Yeah, so we, we are seeing two sessions of, you know, Spurb. Right. As we have kind of come to understand them.
2: Mm hmm. Uh,
1: one with, um, you know, Red Team that has. Yeah, it's Carcat
0: uh, uh, who connects to. Uh, Riska. Kine- Kanaya who connects to Briska. Yes. Who connects to Tavros, who connects to Gamzee, who connects to Terezi, who connects to Carcat, and they're going in like a clockwise motion. And on the other side you have uh who connects to Solix, who connects to Pisces troll, who connects to Aquarius Troll, who quick connects to Nepida, who connects to Aradia, who connects to Equius.
1: Yeah.
0: I guess they're also going clockwise, for some reason I thought they were going counterclockwise.
1: Yeah, I was like wondering like are you gonna Yeah, no, I just Yeah, no. Uh, and yeah, like, they have, you know, their near-durse, there's... Yeah. Uh, you know, Skaya in the background with Crossbit. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fucking amazed how quickly I picked up all these bullshit words. Right?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, like, at the beginning of this, I was like, I didn't, like, I couldn't pronounce Sperb. Right, yeah, I, we just edited that episode where you thought it was "scub" from Perry Bible Fellowship. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, yeah, so we are currently editing, like, the first couple episodes, and it is fucking stark, my... Yeah, the first few
0: episodes were like, you're really not sure how you feel about this, you're not really, you know, whatever, it's fine.
1: Yeah. You're humoring me. Yeah, it's like, (laughs) oh, I'm gonna talk to Luke about wrestling after this. Yeah, yeah. That hasn't happened really much. No. No. (laughs) We we turn this recording off and I talk more about Homestuck. Yeah, you do. (laughs) Because you're just into it now. Yeah. Uh, Let's
0: go next. You would begin to notice a strange pattern. The blue team's prototypings would affect the mutations of your session's underlings. That Karkat and Terezi are fighting monsters that have, like, Arthur's uh, udders and mustache and Nepeta's cat face. Yeah. And the frog head? Yep.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Uh,
0: next. And your prototypings would affect theirs. Meanwhile, Equius and Aradia have stopped, have gotten their tongues out of each other's throats long enough to beat up some monsters that look like they've been prototyped by Tavros' sprite and Carcat's sprite.
1: Yeah. And Terezi's sprite. Yeah, and, uh, Aradia is just ripping heads off dudes psychically. Iradia gives no shits. Nope. Uh, next.
0: Though the signs pointed to two distinct sessions, two sets of mystic ruins, two opposing teams, two
1: separate chains of connected players, this was all misleading. Yeah, we're seeing the two temples. Yeah. Uh, the one that, you know, was underground that Iradia went to. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the one above ground by Kanaya's house. Yeah. Next. You were joining a
0: particularly unusual bifurcated session, meant from the start to receive all 12 players through two separate connection chains. A session with one Skya about which twelve planets would circle, with one army of dark and one of light, with one pair of kings and one pair of queens. And with one cantankerous arch agent and his typical disdain for authority. It wouldn't be until later in the session when the full chain was nearly closed that you would realize the truth. The truth was it had always been the same session all along. That your teams were not competing, but cooperating towards a common goal. And so now we are
1: cutting it like, it's fading over each other and they're kind of, like, matching up.
0: Yeah, like the, the, um, pillars around each temple, like, sort of fit in the gaps between the other one. Yeah. Next. In the more drawn out form of this adventure's narratives, figuring this out would have been a huge deal. We would have been completely blown away by this stunning revelation. Wow. Same session all along. Really? Huh.
1: Would have blown us away. Yep. Would have blown us. Blown all us all the way. <laughs> this is this is just a really a secret Hamilton Let podcast. me tell you about Hamilton.
0: <laughs> uh next. But since we've decided to engage this epic in shorthand, you feel you must insist that we continue with this expository interlude. But it would turn out the arrangement of planets looked like this, rather. Bifurcated from each other. Each team appearing to comprise a distinct chain in a distinct session, without the luxury of the complete picture we see here. It appeared that way until it was time to link the two chains, completing the circuit of twelve and uniting the teams. For these final two links... Skya had a plan, as it did with the order of every preceding link, and as it did with the paradoxical seating of its own players on the surface of the planet, it would later devastate to buy itself time. Its plan was an ines- was as inescapable as all others, as inevitable, as inevitable as the reckoning it would ultimately face. The- they, the- instead of being like flushed with each other, the the blue team is the top half of the session, and the red team's the bottom half.
1: This is why you thought they were counterclockwise. Yep. <laughs>
0: Because now, uh, the red team's counterclockwise. Yep. <laughs> uh, next. Mobius, double reach-around. Which is, of course, what Terezi described, uh, Paradox
1: Space as to Rose. Yeah. The whole thing's one big orgiastic clusterfuck. Yeah, so that means, um, Equus will connect to Kanaya. Yes. I I don't know Zodiac's symbols that well. No, no, you're correct, you're correct. And Carcat will connect to Solex. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and apparently they pass through Sky or something. Yes. Um, yeah, it is it is the Mobius double reach-around. Mm-hmm. Next.
0: After watching the phrases Mobius double and reach-around toggle for a few minutes while in a sort of stupor, you finally snap out of it. Your attention drifts towards these two symbols. You would try to be the, these mysterious characters, but you suspect you'd fail, so you don't bother. They're way too mysterious for you to be them yet. Seriously,
1: what's up with these guys? Do they live underwater or something? What's their deal? We'll learn all about them a little later. Someone is right now asking me what trolls haven't you met, so.
0: <laughs> Perfect!
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: next. For that matter, what about this young lady? What's her deal? We'll probably find out about her later, too. It'll probably be quite some time before you get to be her. It could very well be pages and pages and pages. And pages
1: and pages and pages. Seriously. It could take forever. And now we are seeing... Uh Uh-huh. What we know is Kanaya's room. Mm Mm-hmm. Which has a sewing kit... Like a sewing... Like... Uh, sewing machine. Sewing machine? Yeah. Uh, It's got a Squiddle's lunchbox...
0: Uh, definitely looks like a Squiddles lunchbox, but maybe not quite? Maybe not
1: quite. They don't
0: quite look like Squiddles.
1: Yeah. It's got Chainsaw. Yeah. Uh, It's got the... The Ever-Present... Uh, got the actual clubstuck name for it, but the the cabinet... Oh,
0: the wardrobe
1: fire wardrobe fire
0: Yeah, yeah. And just lots of... Her... Like, other than Terezi, she kind of has the most colorful room of anybody. Intern name. Your name is Kanaya Mariam. You are one of the few of your kind who can withstand the blistering Alternian sun, and perhaps the only one who enjoys the feel of its rays. As such, you're one of the few of your kind who's taken a shine to landscaping. You've cultivated a lush oasis around your hive, and in particular, you've honed your craft through the art of topiary, sculpting your trees to match the puffy oracles from your dreams. You've embraced the tool of this trade— which conveniently is the weapon of choice for those who would hunt the heinous broods of the undead, which crawl from the sand at sunrise to feast on the light and the living. It would be convenient if you actually hunted them, but it's of course far too dangerous. Every bit as suicidal as attempting to poach the terrible muscle beasts who roam at night. So you indulge in your bright fascination with the grim through literature. Just before the sun goes down and you join your flora in rest... You immerse yourself in tales of rainbow drinkers and shadow droppers and forbidden passion. She likes Twilight. Yeah. (laughs) You're one of the few of your kind with jade green blood. As such, you're one of the few who could be selected and raised by a virgin mother grub, an event so rare as to elude documented precedent. She would defend you from desert threats, and though her life would be short, in time you would assure her of progeny. You're one of the few of your kind whose affectation for the aesthetic strongly overpowers instinctive regard for the utilitarian. As such, you're one of the few of your kind who has developed a zeal for fashion and design and lively, colorful patterns. You decorate your hive with flora and fabric, as delicately or aggressively as inspiration demands. You're a seamstress or a rag ripper and a a tree trimmer or a lumberjack, whichever you care to be. And your unique hive is equipped with a great supply of advanced technology to accommodate your interests. The technology, and indeed the hive itself, were all recovered from the ruins nearby when you were very young. The seed of your hive was deployed on the volcanic rocks beneath the sand with the assistance of your lucis and her remarkable burrowing skills. And you lived there happily together ever since. You know the ruins and the hive and everything here that is not sand and rock originated from the world of your dreams... You also know that one day you'll visit this world while you're awake. That day is today. Your troll tag is Grim Oxiliatrix, and you tend to enunciate each word you speak very clearly and
1: carefully. What will you do? Yeah, so, she seems to, um, you know, so, one, chainsaw joke, evil dead. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, she is a, a pure white chainsaw. Yeah, yeah, which... I'm just going to say, that'd be cool as a cosplay prop. Yeah, yeah, I'll bet people have made it. Uh, Um, Just because that's not something you see a lot. Right, right. Like a pure... Yeah. We also, uh... uh, It's
0: not really been put front and center, but the trolls are nocturnal, with the exception of her. Yeah. And, uh, it's interesting that, like, she's kind of presents herself as gothy because she's all daytime and sunshine.
1: Yes, it's... It's it's a nice nice twist. Also, I just want to point out, I felt kind of. I feel kind of weird now about saying "pure white" all that all that time. <laughs> just like, oh yes, so pure. <laughs> I mean, just I've seen all red chainsaws. I've seen you know all silver. I've never seen an all white one. Mm. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, she is. She's a sun goth. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and yeah, we we hear about the muscle beasts, right. Which I think got touched on before. Don't yeah. touch on the muscle beasts. Yeah, don't touch on them. Don't I mean, touch on them. <laughs> we, this is the first time we hearing about, like, what are basically zombies.
0: Yeah, I kind of forgot that was a thing, because I think this is the only time they're ever
1: mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she seems to have, like, she has the same kind of, uh, you know, it's, it's because, you know, her house is the same as kind of jades that was built near the ruins. Right, right. So she has the kind of same spiral staircase going down from her room. Yeah, I also like, you know, she's talking about all the the creatures
0: she reads about. I like the idea that in a society with a bunch of differently colored blood, vampires are rainbow drinkers.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a that's, cool name. That's yeah, that is fucking cool. Um and yeah, she her kind of pod more looks like a like a butterfly cocoon. Yeah, yeah. Equipped
0: chainsaw. What chainsaw? You're quite sure there's no chainsaw leaning on that bookshelf? Mm-hmm.
1: There is, however, a tube of lipstick on the floor. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. I was just reading Problem Sleuth last night. Oh, you were? Uh, I, I was looking through, like, one of my books. Oh, okay, yeah. And Hysterical Dame, I think. Yes, yeah. Uh, Hysterical Dame has a... You because know, everything in that comic is... You know, we, we talked about this before, the guns are keys, but with the... Right. Girls, it's always kind of a... Some sort of you know, beauty.
0: Right. hysterical dame's got the lipstick chainsaw. Um, I forget what the pickle inspector girls call, but it's a, a teddy bear that turns into a knife. Yeah.
1: And then, uh, a stick because he is such a bad, has such bad imagination. He's just wearing a wig. (laughs) Right. He had a
0: few things. He had like the wig that turned into a like Kaiser
1: helmet. Yeah. And then he also had the
0: chocolate grenades and he had the, the romance novel that I forget what that turns into.
1: Uh, yeah, I forgot.
0: It's like a club, I think.
1: Yeah, like, I, I, the way I kind of see that is, you know, he's not good at imagining, like, other people. Uh huh. That he could be, but he's good at imagining weapons. That makes sense. Um, Um, yeah. But there is a a series of panels where Hysterical Dame is, with her lipstick, draws a, like, a, like, you know, a circle around a door, and then the door, you know, Gets cut open and falls down.
0: Yeah, there's also, like, an attack thing she does where she, uh, like, smears lipstick over the screen and then, like, cut, it splits in half. Yeah. And, like, she's wielding the chainsaw as, like, the cuts away. Um, every time in Problem Sleuth, though, when an item changes what it is, it's always in the form of, like, a cut. Yeah. It's, like, in one panel it's one thing, in the next panel it's the next. Kanaya's chainsaw we watch transform into lipstick. Yes. And, uh, we... See, I forget when exactly, but we see a few other Problem Sleuth items literally transform in this comic, which my interpretation of that would be that Problem Sleuth happens in Spade Slick City using some stuff left behind by the trolls.
1: Hmm. And that's okay.
0: wild. I don't think it's ever, like, canonically said, but it makes
1: sense. Yeah. Um. And, yeah, but in, in the commentary, uh, because, you know, there's commentary on those books. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew Hussey says that he always, like, he, when he came up with the idea with the chainsaw lipstick, you know, like, you know, chainsaw, like, slash lipstick, uh, thing. Yeah. He thought it was really cool because it could come up, you could do stuff like drawing the lips, you know, using the lipstick to draw something on a wall and then coming it cut out. Right, right. So, obviously, he liked that idea enough to kind of repeat it here. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, so I, I like from that I would I think a lot of people at one point or another have speculated that the problem sleuth people uh were like prospect exiles. hmm And that they'd show up at any second in Homestuck. They never do.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh
1: I, I posted a picture of Kanaya going and it, I just said, Here we go. Uh-huh. Uh and everyone's just or no, aw yeah. And it was Great. just liking it and going, time to meet the best character.
0: <laughs> Great.
1: Yeah. Fine, equip it then. All right, let's settle down. No need to get hysterical. Wink yeah.
0: nudge. Yep. Oh, there goes your fire again. Never a dull moment in fashion when the randomized cycle is on. See, now she's got like a stylish red dress.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, so she has makeup kinds. <laughs> yeah. Apply. You can choose between your trademark jade or black, even though a troll's lips are naturally black. But they can always be blacker. And a lady with a true sense of style knows this. In any case, you think you'll mix things up and go with green for a while? Hmm. See, so yeah, the head of her lipstick has, like, it's split down the middle, so she's got a black side and a green side to the uh, lipstick.
1: Yeah, as someone who is. Uh, apply, I'll, I'll say try to apply. Mix, mix, mix. Uh lipstick. I won't okay. I won't front here. We're all friends. <laughs> uh that shit's hard. Yeah, I can believe it. I i think it'd be harder if you had a double colored one. Yeah, that seems like I mean, I don't really know like the
0: proper technique for lipstick, but this seems like it'd be hard to get an even color.
1: Yeah. Uh next.
0: Yeah, and her wardrobe of fire flips again. She's got like a kimono on, which I forbid you to part. Okay. I think that's only fair. Uh,
1: Yeah, let's... Oh, she's 13, come on. Yeah, exactly, Ashley. Or she's six cycles or whatever. Yeah, six solar sweeps. Yep. (laughs) Let's answer CC. Oh, this is... So, uh, how about I take CC?
0: Because she's got maybe the most obnoxious typing quirk we've seen yet. Yeah, this is fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Cuttlefish Color began trolling Grim Oxiliatrix.
1: Hello! Hey. Kanaya, hi! Glub, 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 glub. You seem more excited than usual. Or less. I can't tell. Help me tell without saying glub. Glub, 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 glub. I'm going to type this face now. Hmm. Even though no one knows how to make a mouth do a question shape like that. (laughs) Haha, sorry. I can't really control the glubs. Yes, you can. But that's fine. You can glove to your content of your collapsing and exploding bladder-based aquatic vernacular system if it means you're excited about something. I am excited! Okay, why?
0: Everything we're about to do next is exciting! It's always exciting! I'm excited! It
1: looks like one of those letters got away from you. (laughs) Yeah, I really
0: launched that one.
1: You've forked an innocent D lording over there by the shout pole minding its own business.
0: Hee <laughs> hee! Glub glub glub! Hey, let's stop being stupid for a minute. Yeah, sure. I'm just worked out about this game. It'll be great. I've been waiting a long time to get started. We all have.
1: I thought so. I've been cloaked in a mood of perpetual anticipation for some time as well. We should compare notes, even though we're on different teams. Well, not really. Hmm, really? See, this is why we should be comparing notes! What note would you like to submit for comparison? Hmm.
0: Well, I'm going to join my team pretty late. I think I have to. I'll need to connect after my goofball morale does so I can keep my goggles on his nefarious escapades. It's a tough job, but it's important. Everyone has an important job to do. Yeah. Isn't that what you're doing too? Joining late to keep an eye on yours? I... I don't know her for a fact that she is mine. Ha <laughs> You're not supposed to know for a fact, dummy! You just do what you think is right, and even if you were wrong, the worst that happened was you
1: helped somebody, and helped the whole world, too! I know. But what if I don't really want her to be that? glub 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 shrug Yeah, glub-glub-shrug is the right attitude, I think. Our minds are already made up anyway, aren't they? Yes, Probably! Your clouds tell you everything, so what
0: do you even have to worry about?
1: They don't tell me everything. Just as I am sure she doesn't whisper everything to you.
0: That's true. Oh, shucks, now I'm going to get sad. She'll be gone soon. Oh, I guess it'll be a relief not to have to worry about keeping her voice
1: down anymore. I wonder if any other kid on the planet has as many burdens in the fire as you. I doubt it.
0: They are not burdens. Okay, I guess they are. <laughs> But I love them, and I wouldn't have it any other way, because this is why I'm here! On that note, I think I'm gonna go say goodbye to her. Maybe you should, too, while you have the chance. Even though... Wow, this is getting hard. <laughs> she's using a lot of H's. Yep. Even though I'll see her again soon, which still seems kind of strange to me. But that's why it's all so exciting! Kanaya, bye! Kettlefish Color, cease trolling, Grim Oxiliatrix.
1: Yeah, so... CC has, every time there's an H, she does has a close parenthesis,
0: open parenthesis. Yep. Which looks kind of sort of like the symbol for Pisces. Yep. And then, uh, also every time there's an E. Yeah, she, like, puts a, uh, uh, at least one hyphen in front of it to make it like a, uh, trident. Yeah. But she can also put a lot of hyphens on it.
1: Yep. She's excited! Yeah. Pachoo! Pachoo! Uh, yeah, so, Kanaya, we kind of got from that, but she can go to the dream world pretty easily. Yeah, so that makes sense, because she seems to line
0: up, at least somewhat, with Jade. Yep. Um, also, she's got someone who may or may not be her morale, whatever the fuck that means. Yeah, that's, still
1: not really sure about that. Yeah, but also, maybe she doesn't want that? Yeah. Um, and, yeah, she now has green lips. Yeah that lipstick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, the, the, uh, C.C.'s uh, Lucis seems to be, you know, I, something's up with it.
0: Yeah, it seems like it's got some kind of, it's telling her things the way that the clouds of Skya tell the prospect people things, but also there's something... It's also had, somewhat a burden. Yeah, she's got to keep its
1: voice down for some reason. yeah. Making me a bit uncomfortable. Yeah? Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. I've just learned to be uncomfortable with those things now. That's, you know what? That's fair. (laughs) Uh, can I uh, check on the Lucis? Let's see what Morgan Freeman's up to. (laughs) You'd nearly forgotten. Today her time would come.
0: Maybe you should be there in her final moment. But, then it isn't exactly
1: final, is it? That's pretty confusing without the finality. That's pretty confusing, just in general. Yeah. And yeah, now, she, now she's wearing a little green sundress kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next. she's just Sticking her head out the window to check out her lucis. Yeah, and, and now that that is any more... Uh, yeah, it is not any kind of sprite art style. Yeah. That's, that's a cute dress. It is a cute dress. Yeah. Uh, next.
0: It's too late. You'd better change back into your work clothes. No sense getting a good dress dirty. Yep. Yeah, her, her virgin mother grub died. Yep. Let's go downstairs.
1: She brought you this far. Now to live up to your end of the bargain. I, I didn't... I I guess I know it before, but yeah, she does have some lips. Yeah, as yeah. As we mentioned earlier. Right. It's like a weird cross
0: between an alien skull and a sexy lady face that's kind of uncomfortable. yeah. Let's operate. Yep, she uses her lipstick to draw a dotted line
1: across uh, her mom's carcass. And yeah, you can see there there's a bit of black in it as well. All the yeah. green. Yep. Next. And now she
0: switches to the chainsaw and slices it right open. Next. And just jams her fist right into that gooey mess. Ugh. Splorch. Splorch indeed. Next. And she pulls out some kind of like round ball with what looks like troll horns all over it.
1: Yeah. This is a weird panel. Yeah. <laughs> this is so I'm just going to be frank with you. I've seen this panel before. Oh, really? Yeah. What context? And like I I searched like Kanaya like to like see something when like, I was like is that Oh. Like I saw like a some fan art and I was like, is that Kanaya? Like I'm not sure. Like let me check the horns.
0: I gotcha, I gotcha.
1: And then like that showed up and I'm like, hmm, that's a weird panel. Yeah, you're not wrong. And like maybe I was like, oh, that'll make sense in context. And I'm like here now I'm here. Uh huh. And it does not. <laughs> yeah, not so much. And maybe it will probably makes sense at one point. Yeah, hopefully one would hope. One would hope. Uh, not not now though. Yeah. Uh, let's catch log that thing.
0: You secure the matriorb through your chastity modus, safe and sound. You will serendipitously discover the key to unlock this card when and only when you're ready to use this item, and not a moment before.
1: Uh, I guess that's better than... Car one? I mean, yeah, it basically just says, listen, if you can't get the item, you don't need it right now, don't worry about it. Nope. I, I like that it's called a chastity modus. Yeah, she is the she's Virgo. Yeah. Also, I like that her
0: work clothes involve a pretty red skirt. Yeah. Um, I like ballerina shoes.
1: Yeah. I, I I may this may just be, well, with one is because I'm wrestling trash and two, like fan art. Uh-huh. But I I picture that as kind of like leather. Oh, the skirt you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Like, it's got, like, a, like, those, like, bolts kind of thing. Like yeah, the white. yeah, no, I can definitely see that being leather. Um, and uh, there's a wrestler who has a similar entrance attire. I gotcha. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Next.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna. <laughs> Look at this mess. All this blood and sunlight is stirring bright feelings within. You often fantasize about being a true rainbow drinker from your literature. It would be a life of darting between the shadows, of persecution and being misunderstood. Hand of romance. You would drink heavily from its multicolored well, and the spectrum would be your wine list preceding the great feast of passion. Surely it couldn't hurt. While well, no one's looking?
1: Listen, girl, like... <laughs> don't drink your mom's blood. Like, well. that's that's weird <laughs> like you know you seem cool but like that's weird it's a weird thing i know you like twilight but yeah. or or what it would ever be right you know in this i weird. guess it would still be twilight wouldn't it yeah <laughs> well i mean like they would probably you know i don't know what they are doing with books but the movie version of it would be that's true, true. yeah Young girl, wake you know, moves to a new town with, uh, you Listen, know, we could do a whole episode that's nothing but us listing the name of Troll Twilight. <laughs> we could, we could. Uh, I've seen all those movies. Have you? I haven't I have. seen any of them. Um, because you invited me on this podcast and you should know what you're getting, I'm just gonna just give a, a quick rundown. <laughs> okay, sure. Like, I, I just, first one is, like, kind of so bad it's good. Uh-huh, yeah, I've heard that. Robert Patterson is, like, at, like, hamming it up a storm and is clearly not giving a shit. Yeah. Which is pretty good. Um, like, the, like, a line that had me on the floor was, um, like, you know, he saves her from being hit by a car and, like, run, you know, he, like, kind of, like, almost teleports across the parking lot and, like, caves in the car. Uh-huh. And she's like, how did you do that? Like, he, like, she she asks him like the next day like how did you do that and he just runs away.
2: <laughs>
1: he just is like oh uh, and then just, like turns around and walks the other way. And it's great. <laughs> That's pretty okay. And then like the next day he goes to her like up to her and goes. It was a, like, like I had like a moment of like my endorphin spiking. You can look it up on Google. <laughs> And she, like, turns around, clearly not buying it, and you could see him to make a motion of, like, got it. He <laughs> <And> nailed it. <laughs> That's pretty alright. Yeah, like, it's, like, it's weirdly kind of funny. Sure. Um, like, the second one is, like, legitimately, like, just awful. Mm-hmm. Third one, I, I honestly forget.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, f- no, I, no, yeah. third one, uh, is, like, awful for the first half. Uh-huh. Because, like, that's when they get married and, like, their romance. Like, you know, like, it's like, like the honeymoon.
0: Right, right. Where and, he's, like, he's, like, hurting her, but she just has to put up with it.
1: Yeah. Uh And then, uh, but she wants it. Uh, but then that movie turns into a horror movie. Oh, right, because she's having a baby, right? She's having a vampire baby that is, like, too strong for her. Yeah. And so, at one point, like, she's like, I'm really thirsty, and, like, they keep on giving her water. She's like, I, this isn't doing anything. And it's like, you're thirsty for blood, like the baby's thirsty,
0: boy, and so oh they
1: give her like blood, and she's like she's through a straw, yeah. And it's like it is like unnerving, like seeing this like red, like the blood liquid, like go through this like straw, basically. Uh huh. And she's like, oh, and then at the end, the baby, as it is like coming up, breaks her spine. <sighs> and yeah. And she like bends backwards and it's like legitimately horrifying boy oh boy uh and then the the last scene has a like the last movie has a scene at the end that is legitimately great which includes dakota fanning as a young vampire getting torn apart by wolves okay (laughs) by werewolves specifically yeah uh and then a older vampire when he is about to die just goes finally which i think is cool yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, like the, and that movie is basically turns into like kind of a weird vampire X Men, because <laughs> they like go around the world like recruiting vampires that have like special abilities. Uh huh. It's weird. That movie's weird. It's great. Sounds it. Yeah. Um, and they like also it employs like an all of a dream ending in a kind of neat way. Okay. Where. Like, one of the characters, like, she can see, like, what, uh, like, she can see the future. Mm-hmm. And then the, like, kind of main villain, his power is he can see what's in people's minds. Okay. Uh, and so... Oh, so he's, like, seeing her future vision? So, yeah, she goes, like, it's like the whole conflict of the end of the movie is she's like, I'm gonna show you the future so you can see that, this, like, this baby, like, the, the vampire baby isn't gonna be, like, a problem. I see. And he goes up to her, and, like, before they touch, she goes, like, wait a minute, like, I can tell, you because know, I'm seeing the future, it doesn't matter what I show you, you're still going to want kill us all. Okay. And so they just have this, like, big fight, and it with that dude getting his head torn off. And then, oh. like, as soon as that happens, it cuts to him, like, touching her at that moment we saw earlier. Oh. And she okay. goes, like. It doesn't matter if this baby's going to be a problem, because if you try to come to us, we're going to kill all of you.
2: There you and he's
1: go. he's like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. Yeah, which apparently, like, was not in the books. Like, she just, like, went up and, like, no, it's going to be fine. And he was like, okay, cool. And then they left. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so I like the version where Dakota Fan gets her, gets eaten by wolves more. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, that, that was my review of Twilight. <laughs> Alrighty. But, uh. Let's just have just a
0: taste. She's just bringing a finger soaked in blood up to her tongue. Uh next. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, we have the, the same uh panel of Rose freaking out over drinking alcohol. Yeah.
1: Oh, by the way, I just realized. Uh sh- should we talk about her name?
0: Uh oh, can I Miriam? I believe it translates, I forget from what language, to
1: Virgin Mary. Okay. And just because I, I I was talking with someone about ships, but they promised not to spoil me on anything. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But they mentioned that the Kanaya Roe ship is Rosemary, which is pretty good. Oh yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, that that's that's a pretty good ship name. Yeah.
0: Uh, okay, so uh, Kanaya is Sanskrit for uh, Virgo, and Miriam is the Arabic version of Mary.
1: Yeah. I, okay. I've, yeah, I've heard Miriam before. Yeah. Yeah, there's the Maid Miriam, there is Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh let's met her with uh Moro. Uh What Just wanted to know Is your Lucis dead yet? You then proceed to have
0: the rest of this conversation we already read, bugging and fussing and meddling through the special and magical union one can only describe as being in moro allegiance with one another. At
1: least you guess that's how
0: you describe it. Maybe? Troll romance sure is
1: confusing. So her moral is uh uh Vriska Spider Troll. Yeah. yeah. We still don't really know what that means. Yep.
0: Although apparently it's something involving romance.
1: Yep. Caught in a troll romance.
0: Oh, uh, I listen. That parody's been made. I'm
1: a pretty like as soon as I said it I'm like that probably exists.
0: Yep. No, I'll link you later. <laughs> eh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like, I was barely a Lady Gaga fan then, like... Sure. No, that's fair. (laughs) And, like, I've seen, like, enough, like, bad owl, weird owl wannabes. Sure. Uh, next. You'll put her out of your mind for a while. It should be hours
0: before you have to connect with her anyway. Might as well pack this thing up and head inside. Oh, what now? What could this guy want? It never ends. Let's answer CA. This will be our first time seeing... Yep. Caligula's Aquarium began trolling Grim Auxiliatrix. Well, he's a boy, but he's also your troll, so I'll let you make the call.
1: Hmm. Have, have we talked about him? Like, what is his deal?
0: Um, he is kind of just a shitty dude, just sort of blunt and just bleh, just grumbly and just kind of, I'm a fucking asshole and I don't care. Okay. Don't also be- kind of mopey and, like, tells you way too much about his own problems.
1: Okay. Cause, I, yeah, I didn't want him to be, be too much like Carcat, but like that last thing kind of. Yeah, yeah, too, like, I, like, I'm a dick to everybody, but also feel bad for me. Yeah, like, yeah, I, you know, like, and not like Carcat, like in character, but like just in voice. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'll, I'll, I'll give a, a spin as him. Okay, go for it. Or is this like, does he go on like long rants and this, and like, I need to. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Okay. I mean, I guess he talks a lot in this one chat log. Yeah, but, you know, not not to, like, the point of, like, Dave rapping.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Like,
1: this isn't going to be a situation where I scroll down a bit and, like, you know... Yeah. There's, like, three paragraphs of him. Sure. No. No, it's not. can make her talk to me do something. Who? You're no good conniving, fucking backstabbing girl crush. That's who. Overstating our relationship won't make me feel very cooperative... It's paler red than that. Psh! That is a fucking laugh, and you know it. Everyone does. So help me out. Tell her to talk to me. I think she'd block me. You You get got to? Why do I got to? I don't got to. And every time you take my help for granted, I feel like I got to a little less. Well, whatever. You are so the village two-wheel device when it comes to auspicing. You can't let a grudge go by. You won't stick your busy stem betwixt. So get with the program, fussy fangs. If your slander weren't so predictable, I'd block you too for saying that.
0: Has it occurred to you she may have blocked you because you are very overbearing? I just
1: said that aloud now in your silly accent and had a private moment of enjoyment. Who gives a shit why she blocked me or about my fucking manners? Come on, you got away with her. I figure if you're going to be auspicious and any two buccaneers would sneer at each other in funny way, you might as well make it official and be ours, right? Your black solicitation just seems really indecent. What do you want from her, anyway? She made me somewhat per a prior engagement, and will deliver when we meet in the game, but I don't know what the logistics are yet. I'm trying to conter with her, but she's blowing me off with fickle, dirt-scraping land hag. What is it? This guy talks weird. Yeah, he, yeah. His speaking is... is text. We, can, we,
0: can, we can perform the unprecedented move of flipping mid-script no, if you'd no, like to. No, 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 no. <laughs>
1: Never. <laughs> can Stupid, what do you think is a fucking gizmo to blow up the world or something? Well, well, not that, obviously. But something that can kill off all Landro. What else would I be after? Can you just for a moment entertain the thoughts of one untouched by megalomaniacal derangement and tell me why I'd want to assist you with that? Well, it's not going to be very well kill you, am I? Will that be fucking unsociable. Unconsciousable. What kind of friend would I be? Also, speculate for a moment that self-preservation might not be what would sway my decision. Yeah, go ahead and kiss off, but there will be blood in your hands. Could either play along... As auspicious and do a little mediating, mediating like you were fucking hatched to, or watch she and me devolve into fucking full fledged kiss and misses, the kind like you don't get one in 1000 sweeps. You know that's what I would.
2: Fucking
1: <laughs> it's hard! Yeah. You know that's what it would be there would be rainbow rivers running through star systems and all nebulas and like liquid fireworks. It'd be beautiful and heartbreaking all at once. You'd read up on your history instead of pouring through the god-awful sunny rubbish.
0: It's just laborious listening to
1: this. I'm sorry, none of it matters! Yeah, it does, it's important, sorry, but the fate of the race and purity of the bloodline is important, excuse me for being concerned. I know, but you really should know by now, the
0: world will end tonight regardless. Land and sea dwellers alike will all die because of the game we're about to play. And I agree the fate of the race is important, but it's in my hands now.
1: All of ours, really. Huh. Well, okay. Really. Ordinarily, I call bullshit on terrible stick and BS like that, but I know you don't really lie about stuff. Unless it's to yourself. But that's why I bother even talking to you. I wouldn't even be here. You're saying any of that otherwise. So did your clouds tell you that? The Doomsday Scenario in particular? No, not exactly. I got clouds and they don't tell me shit. They hide nothing but misinformation and monstrosities. Fucking pain in the ass clouds. So how do you know then? I have another source. Oh well, you're jack tied to the fuck into the thing in so many ways, I don't know what to say anymore. Whatever, we will just play and find out, I guess. So, can you tell me, tell her to talk to me anyway? No. God damn it! She and me are teammates, we've got to have a powwow or something. You aren't actually on the same team. Fuck! Fine, I'll get it, I'll step off. You don't want to be our auspicious cause, you don't want to get locked into that sort of relation with her, I can respect that. No, that's not it. Yeah, it is. Your real feelings run Pretty awful ruddy, me thinks everyone knows it, especially the ass blood car cat, he and me have you so pegged about it that it's uptight, upright, silly, but it's cool, it's totally fine, don't worry, I'll leave you alone and give you a shot. It's unbelievable, her patience. What? Whoa, wait, what? who? Never mind. Okay, wait, did she tell you, talk to you today? What did she say? Or glob or whatever?
0: Oh something about longing to touch you indiscreetly. What? And that she's basically in the scarlet throes for you. As deep in the flushed quadrant as one can be. What?
1: Did she actually say that? In confidence? To the letter. Can you copy exactly what she said? Absolutely not. This is bullshit, you're BSing me in some way awful. You don't lie, but you do tease and I'll transfuse my kick ass royal blood out with an the- consistent in Muscle Beast Discharge if I won't know when I'm getting hooked. Yeah. She's just a concern, Morale. Looking out for you. That's all. Ah fuck. See, I'm telling you. You got to play your cards right. What do you mean? If you're a savvy, how you define yourself to people. You can just splash into the Morale Zone before you know which way's upward. Oh. Hmm. Can it's hard. What? being a kid and growing up it's hard and nobody understands Caligula's Aquarium Cease trolling Grim Ociliatrix. I already hate him
0: yeah well yeah he introduced himself by talking about ladder theory of course you hate him
1: <laughs> yeah he's a like fucking MRA <laughs> yeah he reads the game yeah exactly